And you know when he starts it, I'm going to do like this, right? <laughs> he started it already. We're rolling, baby. <laughs> what is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. That's right. Dad is back in town. So maybe a little, maybe a little bit more structure tonight. Probably not. Probably (laughs) not. So uh, I want to give a shout out to the thousands upon thousands of people who have tuned into YouTube right now and are watching the show. Hats off to every single one of you. It's probably more like one. But it's probably centralized <laughs> in Southern Highlands. Yes, we're yeah. we're blowing up in the Southern Highlands market right now. So as you can see, uh Joe is here, Jeremy's here. Uh after last week's show, I, I figure I you know, Eric likes to talk a lot, and these guys kind of just nodded and agreed. Really? And uh yeah. Whoa. And uh I I, I said one hundred percent a lot though. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey Joe was Whiskey Joe was uh, ever present. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I, I kind of uh, like to be a little bit more, I don't know, confrontational about certain things. So I say, Eric, shocking. Yeah, right. Come back on, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get into some other stuff. You know, like, I will say, like we, you know, you typically don't respect your dad until you grow up, right? <laughs> and um, last week we were without our dad. dad <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, source excluding excluding AJ, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, running the show is pretty difficult. Thank you, thank yeah, you, yeah. you do and a phenomenal job. Yeah, all you do a great job, even stuff. though you mispronounce shit all the time and you all the time say um and but you have to keep it rolling and going and I am know, an um kind of guy. It, it can I'm not be as difficult. bad as Trey with the you knows. Yeah, or or me with the hundred percenters, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's it's not easy. So, um, you know, shout out to Dad. Well, thank you, and welcome home. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, forgot your uh, Father's Day gift. I, no, <laughs> some no. some of you Next may year. may have known. Um, you know, we had a, a a death in the family, and we had to head out to uh, Alabama for a week. Um, it's never fun getting to uh, meet uh, new people and faces, see new faces in that kind of environment, but. Um, there is this thing called Southern hospitality that a lot of people, uh, talk about, but don't really experience or understand. It's a real thing. Uh, the people in the South are absolutely incredible, uh, amazing people, so much love and so much, uh, uh, caring for our family and uh, the rest of, uh, my wife's side of the family, um, that, you know, this all affected. I mean, we, we got put up in an Airbnb for a week. Um, that somebody rents out uh, that it was a friend of the family. I, we didn't pay for food for a week. I mean, just everybody's like, we got you, we got you, we got you. It, it was it was an unbelievable show of of love and support and affection. And it is 100% a real thing. Um, Agreed. It, it's, it's wild. It's, you know, I, I, a lot of people like to make fun of the South saying that they're rednecks in the backwoods and all that stuff. But I mean, literally, they are 30 to 40 years in the past as far as how aggressive the so- world and society has become because they're just happy to see people, happy to be friendly, happy to hang out, and uh, it's, it's kind of fun to be around. And then you get to Vegas, and 
you got guys yeah. blowing their horn 10 seconds into the car <laughs> right home so how much how much southern hospitality do you think there is to vegans well robert didn't enjoy it as much <laughs> vegetables taste like sad <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's you know there's a, the, yeah sorry bob it's no w it's, bob vegetables not, still taste like sad it's not the place for a vegan i'll say that yes yeah, yeah. it's it's not it's a not. place for a vegan mm -mm, not at all don't california my dallas Sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> I might oh, have seen one or seven. You should see the bumper stickers in Idaho, like directly messages to the Californians saying, we don't want you go home. <laughs> it's, it's blatant, blatant, but it, it's pretty funny. So uh, how you guys doing tonight, man? Sorry, sorry for that little somber mode, but uh, I had to get that out there because, uh, you know, we... I, I love the South. It's it's amazing, especially where we work. Yeah, doing doing good. I mean, I you know I didn't. One thing that just popped in my head. I didn't realize Jeremy bought that Black Desert app. I wish I had yeah. bought one. Yeah, <laughs> did, when did I you buy that? That was all yeah, sneaky. It was right after we finished. Yeah, yeah. It was one of so the, ninja. the first attempts. You're such yeah. a ninja. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, big, it was big, big news coming out of Black Desert with the PGA yeah. Tour going there next year. Right? That right was awful the, fast. Right off the bat. Awful fast. Yeah. Not um, a spectator course, but it's, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super excited to see them playing out there. Hey, what if, what if this is a trend with this new, after the FedEx Cup, but still the same season, continuing your points to the end to see where you fit in for the next season? What if they start going to more courses that aren't, you know, in the typical rotation. And, uh, you know, what if they say, hey, Shriners, we're going to send you to Black Desert or, um, hey, Sanders at Farms or whatever it is. We're going to bring you to, you know, uh, South Dakota. Or you know, it, it's an opportunity that in order to drive some interest in this time of golf where people aren't going to be interested because the top players aren't playing to do something different. I would love to see it. I, th I think I think it's one of the downfalls of the PGA Tour is they're so stuck in like the legacy of everything. And this guy's one here. This guy's one here. And to see new courses like they could play Landman. That would be sick as fuck if they played Landman in a tournament. Like if they use that opportunity where it's kind of like a, you know, no man's land, get your points while you can kind of situation, like to see them hop around to places that would be super sick. I think to see some new courses. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, like, I feel like the wave is going to change into that style at some point, or at least currently, like, in the architecture, the golf architecture situation that's going on currently, like, in 20 years, do we want to keep seeing them play this course after 70 years? Like, I think, I think there's a huge opportunity for them to highlight new courses or different courses in that, because they created like an area of the year where it's kind of like a no man's land, like a free zone. Let's create something. And there's a big opportunity there for them. I think it'd be sick. Agreed. Jeremy has other than the corn Ferry, has PGA been to Utah? Um, I don't. So we used to go to the champions 60 tour years, they they had said. In park city, but that was, yeah. which was cool. But my dad used to volunteer at, at that actually. 
Um, so I would tag along, but I don't remember any PGA tour events. I don't even, when they said it's been 60 years, I don't even remember what that event would have been. Yeah. I think they tried to get an LPGA event there up in the area where I used to live. But I mean, with the, with that coming next year and then P, actually next year, right? For LPGA or is it 25? Yeah. LPGA is next year. Yeah. So I think it'll be I, I first mean, for both in a while. Or 2025, one of the two. I'm not they sure. Hype up, they hype up grow the game so much that <clears throat> I think it's a huge opportunity for them. Like, who cares what the score is there? Like, if it's a sick fucking Muni, like, whatever. Like, well, I mean, it, it's a great way to honor Weisskopf, too. It was his last totally, course that he designed. Absolutely, he's a, absolutely. he's a, you know, a legend in the game. And, and it's, a, it's a great way for them to showcase his, his last hurrah. It's a marvelous golf course. Uh, I don't think it's fan-friendly. No, it's not. It, so, I mean, there's going to be areas where the the fans aren't even going to get to see some of them play because yeah, unless like that area we were talking about where it backed up to the houses and it was really wide open, I mean, they could grandstand that off, but that's still a ways out there. And There's a lot of lava rock out there that would be difficult mm-hmm. to build. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to have first aid, first aid stands yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you seen pictures of it, AJ? Who the fuck is I AJ? I have not. So, dude, relax. <laughs> but it reminds me of like, it's still impressive to me that they walk Shuttle Creek. Like, it's still impressive yeah. to me, like, for the fans to be on Shuttle Creek. Like, that's, it's not, I mean, obviously you can walk anything, but it's not a walkable golf course. No, like, it's no. not something where I'm like, dude, I can't wait to, like, go get a caddy and walk that golf course. Like, it's no. just brutal yeah. to me. Yeah, and Black Desert is not walkable either. So Well, I mean, it, the thing that Shadow, too, I mean, you can watch him tee off on one. You can see him come in on nine and 18. You can see him hit yeah. the par three across the road. You can see him come in on four. You can see him go out on 10 and then just a short be over in the, the same hill. area for the most part. Yeah, over the hill is, is 13 and 14. So, I mean, there's, it can, you know, you can have a good day out there watching golf. Black Desert, Black Desert is not like that no. at all. No. <laughs> it's, it's so, not, not that I'm, I played Shadow Creek every day, obviously, and that kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to get banned from Shadow Creek, but it's just like, dude, like, I remember playing it in Center Island tee boxes and going, dude, like, I swear I played this hole before. Like, you get on some of the tee boxes and, like, some of the holes look so the same. On the and back, my, I think that's my opinion. It's just my opinion. Like, yeah. a lot of the golf holes look the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few out there where I'm like, where, what what is this? Yeah. So 11, 12, 15, and 16, I think, or 16, they're all run the same way and they're kind of similar. I think think you're just paying for privacy and the exclusivity. Exclusivity of playing that golf course. Yeah. Because they, right, they do what, five to 10 rounds a day, whatever, like in groups of one to three. Like that's what you're paying for. I mean, there's a few holes out there, like 17 and 18. You're paying for 17 and 18, and then what is it? One, two, three, four. That par five, right, with mm-hmm. the tree in the middle. Yeah. Uh, like, there's a few holes you're paying for out there. A lot of them are seem blase blah, but. No. Dude, you, cool. Great conditions, obviously. Everything's perfect. There's not a blade of grass out of place. I get it. The whole shebang. But, like, again, be objective. Like, Yeah. And it's 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 very pricey currently, so. Oh my! God. I've heard. I've heard it went up slightly. And when too? When the summer rate oh, is still yeah. seven fifty, plus caddy, correct? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. When we played in during plus, COVID I think you got to put in twenty for, hours at the buffet. We played for Father's Day, 2020, for two fifty at Win, 
and now it's 750 which is just insane to me but it's 750 plus the caddy correct yes yeah 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 so it's a it's it's a thousand or more it's 11 herba yeah Yeah. it's which is just come on crazy come on it's all relative isn't it i'm glad i played it already how is the prices in in texas going how's the i know you probably don't you probably get a lot of your golf taken care of because you're such a high profile PXG member. Wow, that's what we're doing today. Yes, always. Um, Aren't you on the world ranking points? You're listed, wow, right? I can't wait to see all of you guys. And Jeremy didn't say anything, but you're included. I was he's green. <laughs> so is no, it's um. So here, the golf here, the issue is anything nice is not public. That's the issue with golf. And yeah, yeah. I don't want to say Texas, but a Dallas lot of parts area. of the country. It's in Georgia yeah. like that too. A lot of parts of the country. Yeah. I mean, it's you're paying a hundred dollars around a golf for honestly a sunrise golf club. That's a hundred dollar round of yeah. golf in Dallas. Wow. I mean, anything nice, it's it's private. So we need thirty to three hundred thousand dollars up front and then pay your monthly dues like there, there's nothing that's just well, what it is here so if you play like the nice golf course here is Cowboys golf club um so that is a 200 round of golf um that in but the i guess the cool part if you will that's all day so you okay. show up eat breakfast foods included everything on the cart so basically anything that is not cigar or alcohol is all included so anything on the cart from the Bev cart lady, there's a halfway house between seven and I think 13 or 14. Any of the food there, any of that stuff, it's all included. You can actually order food when you play, oh, I'm sorry, when you finish your round of golf, um, you get food to go. Like you can order the menu. They don't care. Wow. Like it's, a, it's, it's all included perk. that way. So the 200 bucks is ultimately it's worth it. It's just getting people here to realize the value of what they're getting for said dollar amount like because everything here is private just was, what it is was it like this five years ago before covid or yes it's oh okay so it hasn't really that's, changed that's, yeah that's that's dallas this is what it is wow i want we got to find where maybe florida we'll have to check with florida and see because i know they i mean they have a lot of private courses too. palm springs it's impossible because that's all they have is private courses everybody's a member there they have very few public courses. Um, Utah, so Utah, I was just thinking, most of the courses are not private in Utah. There are a lot of them are municipal courses, but their conditions-wise are not your typical muni. So I would consider, like, maybe not Paiute level, but a lot of them are, like, some of the nor- like better courses here would be, like, sort of the normal courses there. And not many are private, and it's still cheap enough, cheaper. It's fifty bucks yeah. probably now with the car eighteen. That's respectable. So fifty dollars gone up a lot since I perspective in Dallas. Fifty dollars for a round of golf in Dallas. The greens are probably punched. The fairways are probably long. We won't even talk about tee boxes, and that's just what it is. Go tracks. Mm. For what we're used to, for how spoiled we are, yes. That's just that's just what it is, and that's what people are used to here. Do they do they? Because here you get the springtime weather; it's beautiful. The rates go through the roof. Now that it's consecutive one hundred and five degrees for the next month and a half, 
um, you know, the rates come down a little bit um, because they know not everybody's going to be brave enough to go out in the heat. Does Dallas do that too? Do they have a reduction during summer? Dallas doesn't care because we don't have seasons. Like it's, it rains or it's cold or it's a thousand. <laughs> that's just, and that's just what it is here. Like oh. it, it being a hundred here three, two and a half weeks ago, like it's not normal. So it just, just what it is here. They don't, they don't care. It's like Dairy Queen, like mm-hmm. freezer melt. Yeah. <laughs> freezer melt. Do they turn it upside down with a hand? It <laughs> yeah. I used to work at Dairy Queen. So, uh, was in Alabama, they had a little heat wave come through. So it was like 98 degrees, but it's, it's 80% humidity. It's Correct. M- miserable, miserable. And, uh, somebody said to me, he goes, yeah, we like to wear our weather out here. It's just, it's insane. And I got off the plane and I was like, ah, you know, the dry heat is such a nice thing. It's, and, and until you come from humidity, people don't realize how much of a blessing dry heat is like that's why i can't wait to get to the desert dude i'll have a nosebleed for a day and then like life is good i almost sound like a normal human (laughs) yeah like when i used to live in florida and like getting off the plane there when i would come home and go back like it felt like you were trying to like walk through like a fucking fun house like with the fucking you know inflatable like things and you're just like trying to swim through the air like it's just (laughs) too thick dude correct you said nothing wrong hard pass hard pass 100 percent. all right let's let's get to today's hot topic that um you know a uh now playing right field eric greenlee in a text chat just decided to hey you know what i'm gonna tell you guys what i think about the jailbird because none of you asked but i'm in a mood um but if you were here dad last week we did we did bring this up during last week's podcast i listened but it, yeah. that was a week ago. And how are you Easy gonna, dad. Easy dad. How are you just going to, like, in the middle of a text thread where we're talking about <clears throat> something else, go, hey, let's roll back seven days and talk about the jailbird again? Well, just because you weren't a part of it doesn't mean it's not relevant <laughs> at the spot. Correct. I, I was in the text chat, so I, it has to be. I, I had to be a part of it. Life is hard. Okay. So, uh, Sorry, two, please continue. Two, two, things, two things with the jailbird. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Odyssey, uh, the powers that be at Callaway are like, um, they're selling for h- how much on eBay? What? Correct. Um, Correct. Uh, uh, guys, uh, yeah, crank up the machine again. Let's get this ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, money to be made. So I'm sure they made a couple million, uh, over this release already because everybody's losing their mind over this putter that was trash uh you know six seven years ago is it sold out i mean it was like a hinge plate too right Eh, well okay trash is a little aggressive it had like the little mini like bra hinge plate face right where's like a that's the one so so here's the catch my opinion and from what i've seen i've seen that putter with a minimum of four different faces on it yeah it's got the white hot it's got the o works i've seen it milled and What's another one? It's the what's it's the, the black one? It's the, the black like, one's it's the got like the little mini hinge like the bra little, strap thing. The little hooks the, the, yeah. that, that yeah. are supposed to the bra strap encourage things. forward roll. The bra, the bra strap face. <laughs> and then there's actually a milled face version of it. Yeah, I'm sure that was I a tour version, one. right? 
Well, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, Odyssey likes to do milling on, I I like the milled Odyssey faces, except the Toulon one. I don't like that face at all. Every brand has a milled face though. That's what I'm saying. Like that was the thing about the text. That's the thing about being objective. Like there's, everything works different for everybody. It depends on how everybody delivers it. It depends on how everybody rolls it. There's not a bad face. It just depends on the particular golfer. Dude, Trotty did a great uh, video. Was it Trotty or was it? No, no. It, it, who was it? Somebody, maybe. Chris was... Trot? No, it wasn't Trotty. That, it was. It was. That's Taylor made. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, God, maybe, maybe it, was, it wasn't Johnny Wonder. It, maybe it might have been Johnny, Johnny Wonder is Callaway. So you, yeah, but been. they they talked about why the long grip and why the the heavy head and it's to get your hands more swinging the club instead of feeling the weight at the end. You know, it's a, it's a big counterbalance. Okay. And it's, he broke, he broke it and it made sense to me. Um, you know, guys that tend to tend to flip it a little bit more or, or, uh, the feeling of the putter head going through prevents their hands from going through this offsets that by making it heavy, making it long, making it counterbalanced. So in order for that head to get through, you have to swing the hands. And, um, you know, Ricky was struggling with his putting. And I mean, all these guys are tinkers. I know my, uh, James fights. My buddy said that Ryan Moore has a room that is dedicated to putting in his house where he has probably 600 putters, you know, Correct. and they, they tinker all the time until it's, it's their livelihood. It's their, you know, it's Correct. how they make their living. And if it's not working, something has to change. Um, Agreed. So he found something that worked. And now everybody in the world is going to have a 39 inch putter with a long super stroke grip and a 450 gram head. Yeah. The part that's very interesting is before the putter, when he was using a Newport Newport Mm -hmm. two style head, which is basically tiger's old head, right? One of his throwaways when he was playing good golf, pretty much anybody on earth would argue that he was one of the best putters ever. One of the best yeah, putting right. shirts. Yeah, Forget true. about the ball history. striking and whatever, any of that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. As far as putting solely, but ball striking went down. He struggled with iron, struggled with the golf. It changes golf swing. Let's just, that's what it is. Yeah. But like now, the combination of everything is what is making it all come together and just making everything better. And then like, it's really, really cool to see him winning it. Like, it's fun. Hell yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, he, he struggled for a long time and he went back to Butch recently and he his swing got less flat and he's been in contention the past few weeks but it's a jackpot for odyssey because it's literally three different winners in the past three weeks like yep and ricky's been in contention every one of those tournaments so i mean it's it's a it's a a mega bucks jackpot for people who don't know for our text message behind the scenes (laughs) (laughs) Like Colt Nose used that putter. Nobody cared. Pat Perez used the putter. Nobody cares. And I'm sure there is a, you know, how many of the tour players use the putter don't care, but like. But they didn't, they weren't, of what's, they didn't, those guys what's, didn't win what's three what's tournaments right in a row. You know, that's, it's, it's crazy. It's, I mean, I mean that's they the capped way, it off. It was like one is. of the, they capped it off. With one of the right most now. likable players on tour with a win. Correct. Like, Correct. Ricky I mean, is one of those guys that bucks. moves the needle. Correct. That that moves the needle in golf right now. He is. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Jeremy, 
That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, it I is. promised Favalora I was going to make you talk. You know what? So. <laughs> I, I saw one of those putters when I went up to see Because apparently I talk too much. No, no, no. Jeremy doesn't no, talk No, you enough. make up That's for my lack of talking. <laughs> um, I saw one of those putters, and I wish I would have bought it. It was it was used, so it was like 300 bucks, but it was in mint condition, and I should have bought it. I can I didn't get you know, one I didn't know. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I did hit it a few times. I, it's not my jam. It would have been straight it, to eBay for sure. Well, never mind. I can't get you one. We're not putting it on eBay. No, that's okay. I, yeah. Give it to someone that wants to use it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm happy with my stick right now. Hear that? Yeah, for about an hour. Shut up. Yeah. It's been in the bag for a while. Stop it. There's but it does have a new shaft, it, correct? It... Well, yeah, because I, I haven't been happy with the shaft. I, that's, I haven't not been upfront about that. What chef's in it, Maddie Matt? I got a BGT in it right now. What chef, Dad Matt? <laughs> uh, BGT, BGT's in it right now. I was uh, going through um, trying to find something that would work, and uh, I was like, "Oh crap! I forgot I had this on this putter." So, took it off, put it on, and uh, rolling it pretty good. Rolling it pretty good. The tour one, the black one, the skinny one. It's the first one, the first tour one. That's got gotcha. the the paint, the red and white paint on it. Yeah. So I'll be uh, I'll be getting the black here real soon. My man. So, so let's like talk about tonight. this putter this putter shafting for a bit because this is one area never experienced it. So and I'm a I'm a traditional person. I just want the steel shaft. That's it. That's all I want. I try to think that I can get one of those BGT shafts and rock one of those, but I don't know if I actually ever would do it. But if it, how much better is it going to make a person, or is it really just up to the feel of them putting that's going to be the biggest factor? I mean, you know what I'm Who saying? Who is this question to? This is to anyone. I mean, you guys all use the shafts. You have a ton of experience with the equipment. Whoever wants to answer that question, it's opinion question. Well, hang on. So I can. Let me. I can ask, answer the question. I'll answer this real quick. I'll let you have the floor here for a second. Are you going to put a BGT in the Zach Johnson putter? No, well, no, I was I was taught on the Seymour. So here's the catch. I was told per Blair that I don't need it. Per oh. how I roll. Oh, get you, fancy man. So the catch is if you think about iron shafts and driver shafts when you get fit for them, right? The obvious let me put my hands in here. Like the goal is to make the dispersion smaller. Mm-hmm. If you miss putts from three feet, there ain't there's nothing on earth that's gonna help you, right? That's just what it is. Right. Now when you get to 15 feet, 20 feet, lag putts, blah, 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 stuff like that, stuff that you don't expect to make, you're just trying to get it close. Um, if you miss the cup by a cup either way, then you probably touch edges, which is a really, really big deal. Because stuff that you don't get close, maybe you lip something in every now and then. It Jer- also helps Jeremy, with... Jeremy, tell, tell me how many lip outs you had at Black Desert. Uh, probably eight. Okay, so what if we don't make all eight, but what if we make three to five of them? Yeah. Right? So that's where a shaft like that helps at that distance. So before there was BGT, before there was any of that stuff, um, Tommy Armour always used wedge shafts in his putters. And I asked Blair from BGT about it. I go, how close were we using wedge shafts as opposed to what you have? And he said, you're probably 75% of the way there. And again, from three feet, if you can't make it, you're just going to miss it anyways because you're just not good. That's what it is. 
But if we can get stuff that burns edges to go in the hole, if we can get stuff that rolls four feet past the cup or rolls nine feet or rolls two feet, if we can always get it at, you know, one to three feet, that cuts down on three putts, obviously. So it's more so of taking dispersion and making the dispersion better, whether it is directionally or distance. So, but, so I guess my question is sort of how much is that technology going to make up for a lack of skill in a putter shaft? I mean, if you suck, you suck. I mean, like, let's just call it what it is, but putter shafts are too soft. It's just what, I mean, that's just factual. Like putter shafts too soft. Way too soft. You have something that is a piece of spaghetti with something on the end of it that weighs 350 to over 400 grams. It makes it flex more. It's harder to control. You mishit it more. Inserts nowadays, to an extent, can be too soft. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we have to, dif- how do you say that? Differentiate between an amateur putter and what a tour player gets. Because the materials aren't the same. The inserts aren't the same. All that stuff is different. The golf balls are different. So there's nine bajillion variables that we need to be aware of when we do that. Can you send me a tour steel putter shaft? <laughs> yes. Ooh, a black one? Don't get greedy. Yes. Okay. No, I had to think about it, but yes. Okay. So what's the difference in a tour, a steel tour putter shaft than a rack? There's a difference, and this is, I'm not saying it's going to get me in trouble, but there's a difference between a retail stroke lab and a stroke lab. Oh, we know that. That's interesting. Same things as driver shafts and iron heads and everything. Until you're touching it and you see what it is and it's etched and you know what it is, you don't know what it is. I can't imagine a single professional golfer that relies on a putter to make him money having a stroke lab rack shaft in his putter. And the only exception to that rule is your random freaking what's-his-nuts. Terrell Hatton, who freaking throws stuff in the creek and breaks everything. The one that has to go to a PGA Superstore and buy a putter. Shane Lowry, you I can. think it was. And, and maybe you make everything with it. And that's yeah. amazing. Like, and, I, and I legitimately, like, I hope you do. Yeah. But that's not reality at that level. No, I agree. But the guy who shoots 120, like, you make it or you don't. Just is what it is. Do you think... And I see it every day. Well, it doesn't go down the line. It doesn't go straight. Yeah. Well, you're not good. Yeah. Right? So let's expand this equipment thing and that exact topic. Here we go. So here we go. So how much do you think the the crappy average golfer has improved just from equipment throughout the, you know, maybe where was the big point where equipment really took a huge step? Was that like mid 2000s? Was it when the like titanium drivers came out? When do you think it was that was the big equipment change that really changed the whole industry for equipment? I don't know if I can put a timeline on it, but I think the golf ball changing helped amateurs a ton and the golf club getting bitter, bigger, mm. bitter, bigger helped okay. the amateur golfer be better just because, well, it doesn't spin enough. I can't control it. Homie, if you hit it in the right side of the fairway, if you're in 84, it'd be in somebody's backyard, right? Like, and that's the thing with, even with fitting, like I'm here to help you. 
Like people come and they argue with me and they think they know more about it. But like, ultimately I'm here to help you. I want you to hit straighter. I want you to hit farther. I want you to hit and play. And unfortunately, which I think we talked about this last week, golfers don't think they should shoot three pointers like Steph Curry, right? They don't think they should be dunking from the free throw line, any of that stuff. They don't think they should hit 500 foot home runs, but you give somebody a golf club and they expect it to not curve and the seven iron should go 160, period. Mm. That's not how it works, right? Like, well, how far should it go? Well, it goes as far as you allow it to go. Do you think a lot right? of people like, are sort of getting, I mean, other than like the, the players that are seriously, you know, practicing and the top amateurs and whatever, do you think that the majority of golfers are relying too much on equipment advances and not furthering their skills and improving that way? Do you think they're kind of using equipment as a way to think their game's improving when it's maybe not? I mean, it is, but sort of fixing, putting a Band-Aid on an issue that could be corrected through lessons and practice and stuff like that. I think equipment can help. I think equipment can help you progress and make your misses better. But if you're not going to put in the work, then it doesn't really kind of matter what you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just what it is. Like and this kind of goes back to, go to what this, we talked about last week too. Yeah. It's not going to go that far. Like the, my buddy hits a seven iron two thirty. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if I did that, but it's not in the cards for me. Like I have to be realistic of what my abilities are. And how I move it, and it's just, just what it is. Now, can I make your misses better? Yes. Can I help you hit it a little bit farther? Yes. Can I help you be more consistent? Yes. That's that's what it is. Like that's what I do. Like it makes me honestly, it makes me happy to help people play better golf. Like that's fun to me. But we have to be realistic with what our ability is. Well, this kind of goes back to what we talked about last week with the, like you put the work in with the launch monitor, like obviously technology is advanced with the launch monitor situation. And these guys that are grinding all day for 10, 12 hours a day with a launch monitor, that's how they get good is because they do have the technology that shows where they're hitting it, how they're hitting it, their spin rates, optimizing those situations to where they yeah. get the automatic feedback to where they can dial it in even better. Like, yeah, te technology in the club head is great, but now these yep. guys are getting automatic feedback on the launch monitors. And because most people don't have an eye like Butch Harmon, where he says he doesn't even use it sure. and he, he can just tell what's going on with the golf ball. Sure. So I, I think, I think the adaptation of the launch monitor and these guys on tour being able to afford it and invest the time in it, that's what's making them incredible. What's what's really cool too is I get a lot of questions about well is TrackMan accurate? I'm like, hey man, look, I understand it's an orange rec orange rectangle, but that really small thing costs thirty thousand dollars. Like that's what tour players put their life on to play golf for a million dollars a week. Well, they don't use it on the golf course. So I see that gray thing they put in front of the golf ball. I get it. That's a GC quad. That just that's more portable, which mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Trekman's probably working on that, right? But that's portable. Long as you put in front of the right golf now. ball, you're good. 
the track man has to be calibrated a little bit, you know, and it, it's more stationary. Okay, but dude, like the guys on TV and the ladies on TV, like that's what they use. Like, so if it's good enough for somebody to play golf for a million dollars a week, yeah, it, it's probably okay for you to play for a hundred bucks for a round of golf with your buddies. Like we're like we're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. The amateur golfer. I don't mean that in a mean way. Like that's just what it is. The amateur yeah. golfer does not have money to spend on a situation like that or like a agreed, you know, and that's that is a huge differential in the game. And so it's and most of these people are playing indoor, which GC quad is better indoor and trackman is better outdoor. These guys are actually going outside. And simulating the lies and the grass and the turf, and that's that's the differential right there. You're most people that have a, a simulator at home, they're hitting off a mat like. It's not going to yeah. give you the feedback you need to win at the highest level. Is it okay if I say something to that point? Yeah, one hundred percent. We start. We we started <laughs> players inside. Switching uh, it up. No, seriously, I'm not Wait. like. Well, yeah, like, you, yeah, okay, yeah. I, stop. Drink it. every time you hear one hundred percent. Hold, please. <laughs> we we started players inside. Yeah, because it eliminates every single variable except for you and that golf club, right? That's why amateurs don't like because yeah. there's nothing to blame it on except for yeah, dumb oh, dumb air. No, right? there like, there is. It's I can't hit a golf ball inside. I hear it all the time, right? I I used to feel just, that way. I totally used to, but now I I've overcome that feeling. Yeah. So do we fine tune outside, dude? Absolutely. Like, do we change stuff after it's inside, dude? thousand percent like but it gives you a really really good baseline and that's what i do when i fit people dude this is the best here go play golf we need to adjust slide. let's adjust it we need to adjust this let's adjust it like we can always tweak things which is the same thing that tour players do, right like it's just it's it's a it's a good it's a good base if you will I'm not saying that's where you land but that's a good base uh, in that situation, you're going to be able to tell how well they're striking the golf ball because if you hit the mat first, you're going to be able to tell. So it's that's where attack angle and smash comes into factor. Yeah, totally correct. Okay, 100%. Uh, real quick, have an apology to everybody that was tuning in uh, for the the YouTube stream. I, I caught it. I caught it. I, I touted how well uh, this had worked the past couple of weeks and was really trying to get people to come over here and check us out. And there's a little button that you put that says start stream that I <laughs> totally forgot. So dad's back from little, vacation, little 45 minutes late <laughs> on the, on the YouTube stuff. I apologize. You missed some, I mean, the secrets that Eric just revealed were amazing. Um, you'll have to listen on Wednesday. <laughs> no, he didn't say nothing. I posted but, uh, the link and I clicked the link on my story and I was like, let me just the, double check this. The link says works. Waiting, now. waiting, eight thirty p.m. Waiting, and we're already getting some good comments coming in talking about Joe. Looks like he's in heaven. It the lights are way too bright. People want to know if Hodges fixed your lights. He um, has not yet. No, Hodges <laughs> has not fixed my lights yet. He's a busy man. You know, he's got uh, golf trips to book. So, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, so Eric, uh, I want your take. Because uh, this was a little bit in the text chat earlier. Um, a pretty predominant 
podcast that revolves around golf had some harsh words to say about former PXG players that are now winning on their professional tours. And yes, uh, I didn't feel like the information was justified because just because a person changes equipment doesn't mean it was the equipment's fault. Agreed. Um, but I, I was curious to, to hear what you had to say about those who said that. I, I think it's accurate and also inaccurate. Meaning. Well, that's a well, very, very political way to put it. People, well, I'm about to blow it up in about nine seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they can't win with certain golf equipment. Well, if you do their research and if you do whatever, Charles Howe the third won with the golf equipment. They, I don't want to say conveniently because I don't know them. I don't know what they're thinking. But, I mean, Jason Kokrak kind of did okay with the golf equipment. I mean, he he won kind of a few events with certain product. Um, and then we can go back to some of the ladies who did what they did, right? So. I told them last week, I told Joe and Jeremy the backstory on some of the information, which I can tell you that can't be recorded. Um, but it, it's just misinformation, right? Like, I don't care how good you hit it. Like, we can talk about ball striking all day and hitting it 9,000 yards and blah, blah, blah. Like, if you don't chip put, you don't win. Like, it's just what it is, right? So nobody, in my opinion, Nobody makes bad golf equipment. You just, golf is hard. That's the part I don't think people understand. Like, golf is very, very hard. Like, Ricky Fowler, as an example, he literally has every means to an ends to him as far as what he needs to be a better golfer. Like, literally, money and product is at his disposal, and money's no, like, it doesn't exist. There's nothing and holding him, him back from improving his right. game. Talk him, it took him over four years. So to bash, not bash, they're not bashing, because that's aggressive. For them to say a golf equipment manufacturer, when they switch, they win, that's not fair. And I don't care if it's Titleist or PXG or TaylorMade, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, you get hot, you get hot, and you win, right? Like, we can say the same thing about any sports playoff team. Like, I love the Knights, and I will back the Knights forever. The Knights are really, really good. They're really, really tough. They got hot, they rode the wave, and they freaking raked it. Good yeah, for them. There's so many variables, too, like injuries. Correct. Uh, Correct. All that shit. I mean... If Kachuk plays, do they do what they do? I'm not saying they don't, but... Do they really it, it win that last game nine to three? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's very, you can, you can put any caveat you want into it. So to say, because somebody leaves a brand and they win, like that's not fair. Yeah. And they're, so, they're so dialed and in tune with whatever brand they're with that it fits them. Correct. So it's because nobody cares. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I'm not saying nobody cares, but like, Rory Macarez, every literally every single option at his disposal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Why doesn't he win every golf tournament? Mm-hmm. And golf is hard, bro. Like it, like. Yeah, there's very there's, there's, there's things that happen. 
like yeah, poppy, it's a, it's a poppy's sick this week like i'm worried about her like it, and it gets into the mental aspect of everything but like even the pxg players they they make clubs to look how they want them to and put the weights where they want to to get the same window and all that shit they have everything at their disposal on the tour so it's as does every other brand and yeah 100 percent drink but now, it's what easy it, to pick on it's easy to pick on the new guy on the block is that fair to that, say that's what i was going to go to next because the, in their uh, follow-up comments they were like it's a very new company on on yes. a global scale of mm-hmm. golf compared to you Correct. know wilson has been around 100 years and and all these other brands have been around for a long time do you think that is valid i mean how much data has PXG obtained compared to TaylorMade and Callaway and Tylus? Not nearly as much, but in this era of golf that is relevant right now, you go back five years, they have just as much data, if not more. So it, can you say that they're an inferior company because they're new? I, I don't well, know. The technology's changed even in that fact. It's it, it, the, the, data from 10 years ago is irrelevant now exactly that's what i'm saying so yeah, you can't yeah. say that Tylus has been around longer they have more info no because I, the info is just pertinent to the last five years correct and so the other part that's not fair if you will is well the guys don't like the irons because they get jumpers okay cool could be the, the lie. problem with sorry could be the lie. Correct. And the problem with it is the patents that PXG owns, as far as a hollow body construction with material inside, nobody can else can do what PXG do because they own all the patents. So technically, for a hollow bodied product with material inside, they own everything and they make it better than everybody else. The catch is the guys who are playing on tour who have won those events don't play those golf so everything that those guys are saying technically is irrelevant. Yeah, it's, it's not this. Yeah. Charles, how one with the CBs? That's what I have. There's no material in it. There's no jumper. You hit it good or you don't. Yeah. The JT and Rory and all those DJ, all the guys playing Blade, there's no jumpers. There's no material inside. So, so everything they're saying, 99% of what they're saying is irrelevant because the guys on TV don't play that product. The ladies, when Ryan O'Toole won, she played 0211 ST. It's a blade. There's no material in it. So what they're preaching or what they're commenting about doesn't count because that's not what they use. Now, Eric Cole, last I've seen, plays Gen 4 T's, which does have a little material in it. That material is so little in that head, like he plays a blade. That's what it is. It's a little bit more more forgiving blade, but to my knowledge, he doesn't get jumpers. Like you hit a good shot, you don't. You make a putt, you don't. That's what happened in his golf tournament. That's just what it is. So, so I, I just, again, I think it's just people being misinformed. So you, so you say that PXG owns the patents on hollow bodies, right? So seven nineties were hollow bodies, correct? The first ones, correct. Speed so, foam. Yeah. So was that was that a direct? attempt to copy what pxg was doing okay and so did they have to Here's my hand i'm trying to get my hand in there <laughs> so if you take the back of the golf club and shake it like shape it like a cup correct shake it like a salt should, we all, should we all do this put the, 
Wow, I can't wait to see you guys. <laughs> and then you put the material in, and the face is welded on last. Mm-hmm. He owns the patent on that process. So TaylorMade the, had the to material pay. inside. Hold on. All right, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping ahead like a Hang jumper. On. Let me get there. Jumped out of well, the lie. Sorry. I don't want to tell him. So you don't have to worry about sorry. jumpers. <laughs> then you uh, weld the face on last. He owns a patent on that process. The material inside, he owns a patent on. The entire inner cavity being filled 100%, he owns a patent on. How thin the face can be, he owns a patent on. So you notice on, doesn't matter, TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, blah, blah, blah. There's always like a screw or a, a port pin or something they have to inject it with whatever they inject it in because he owns a patent on putting the golf club together yeah bob parsons and it doesn't phone. matter all four of us here we all have a guy who hits a seven iron 150 and then out of nowhere it goes 180 there's hot spots there's dead spots and it's not their fault he owns the patent on filling the entire cavity 100 percent. just what it is so now it's bob parsons fault that's just because he made excuse. everything more consistent. He yeah. made everything more consistent. Yeah. It's not his fault. He chose to put the money in the product yeah. instead of putting it in his pocket. Yeah, he put the money in the R&D to, find, to figure it out. Correct. And right, that's so... the only reason people, well, that's one of the reasons people hate him, but he cut out the middleman. He goes direct to customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay margins. Well, that's stupid. Well, it's not stupid. Everybody else makes money. So, hang on, back to the main question that I had I, I answered. I can't wait for I, this. Oh, one. my goodness. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, nope, nope. I just don't you, want to forget. You feel like you're running the fucking show. Go ahead. <laughs> Dad's not home. <laughs> I hate it when dad and brother fight. Well, I just I just want to know did. So, I mean, a cookie. So, TaylorMade had to pay Bob Parsons royalties for that club. The first the first iteration, yes. Okay. You got sued. They They copied it. Okay. I didn't know that. So that's do we need to get back into who I used to work for and what happened, or are we gonna leave that alone? No, I'm just saying it's you know, I'm just curious. <laughs> All right, dad, go ahead. Dad. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> I you. I can't wait to start calling you dad. Oh, stop it. All right, uh, so I my question that I'm gonna come, we're gonna come, we're gonna take a little uh, uh, weather break here, uh, with Matt Gontarek, but I want to know how the future of golf is going to change with all the stuff that has changed the last years. What's next? So let's, let's, uh, before that, let's get some weather. What's up guys. Matt on talk of the chasing daylight podcast. Hope everybody had a great round of golf at the Prim Valley golf club. If you played with the Vegas golf network last weekend, uh, looked awesome, good results and overall a great event. Thanks again, Matt, for putting that on. Always a great time. Uh, looking forward to this upcoming weekend, we're looking at clear skies and sunshine, and temperatures are back in the triple digits. So if you're sick of the heat already to start July, it's only going to stick around uh, for that much longer. So the middle of July looks pretty warm for us. We're going 105 on Saturday, kicking it up to 106 on Sunday. So I'd say early in the morning or later in the afternoon is your best bet to get out and uh, try to just avoid some of the big summertime heat. Eric picking his nose live on YouTube. I love it. Dude, it went from we haven't had 100 degree weather in almost 300 days to 118 degrees. So it's because you have the guy from Dallas on. (laughs) We'll we'll get to Prim Valley and Las Vegas National and the 112 degrees we played golf in over the weekend here in a few minutes. Uh, 
so physical fitness <clears throat> and training, strength training, mobility training, all this stuff has changed the golfer. Um, they're stronger, they're fitter, they, they diet, they strength train. Um, they, they are no longer John Daly pounding diet Cokes and bourbons at the turn and smoking heaters in the fairways. Well, some of us are, but, um, it's, it's now, if you want to compete, you, you have to be physically in shape, uh, track man, right. foresight, all the, all the analytics, all the data, um, you know, it, it changed baseball when guys figured out that if you launch the ball at a certain angle, at a certain speed, you're going to hit a home run. Um, so these guys train to try to get that launch angle. Same thing with golf. Um, they're, they're optimizing their numbers unreal to where the window for ex the window for excellence is so small now because they know exactly what they have to do in order to get the most out of the golf clubs. Um, so, and now with all the equipment, the, the ball, I don't want to talk about the rollback. You guys covered that last week, but, um, with all the equipment, at reaching the maximums that they can, you know, um, what's next? What is, how is the game going to evolve from this to, to, you know, five years from now, what are we going to be talking about? Who's that question to you? You're in, the, you're in the industry more than us. So not a big fan of your tone, but I'll answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm I liked with my you. tone. So, no, and we, to an extent, I don't think we can talk to one with, talk about one without the other. Uh, meaning, yes, we talked about rollback last week or whatever, but it's like, dude, like if you hit 30 past me, if you roll back the golf ball, it doesn't matter. You're just going to hit 30 doesn't past matter. me. Right? Yeah. Like if you hit sandwich in the hole and I hit eight iron, you hit eight iron. Now I hit five iron, just what it is. So if they want it to be more competitive, then you just, I mean, what's one of the hardest golf courses to play on tour is Riviera, right? Like, so do you, it doesn't have to be 7,800 yards. No, you have to make the guys right? think. You do green complex, you make the fairways narrower and like people, and that's, it's one of the things that like bothers me living here because people bitch about Craig Ranch because they play that before the PGA Championship. Golf course is too easy. It's an ego boost. They just bang it and hit it far, and there's no penalty. Blah blah blah. Well, that's weird because they just played TP. What is it? The Travelers? No, Rocket Mortgage, mm -hmm. or even the Travelers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they were twenty-one under after three days. Yeah. And nobody bitched about it being easy. But you come here, and they're like, "Well, it's too easy." Like, what? Like, what's the? There's no measuring stick, right? Like. There's no line in the sand, and like that's the problem. So if you want to make it harder, dude, make the rough high. I'm not saying make it U.S. Open. That's not what I'm saying. But if you make the fairways narrower and you make the rough higher, and it makes a precedent on hitting the fairway, or if you don't want them hit it far, cool. Freaking grow the rough at 290, and everybody goes to the same spot, and you wedge it and you make a putt. Like it's it's not rocket science. Like it, it's actually yeah. very easy and they just won't do it. Yeah. And that's the other part that bothers me is like when you get Jack Nicholas and these guys bitching about these guys hitting the golf ball too far. Well, it was cool when he was doing it in 1984 and he and was nobody 40 else yards. Was. Yeah. Correct. And he was 40 yards ahead of everybody. And that was the greatest thing ever. 
because it's an advantage. Now he's like, the golf ball goes too far. Dude, relax. Yeah. Like, which, like, you can't have it both ways, right? Like, just, just pick a side and just freaking be an adult. I think courses need to in start installing lava rock because I had a hell of a time at Black Desert <laughs> with it. <laughs> I think that's what isn't they need to isn't do. lava rock isn't that on the par three at Bears Best that black rock on that? No, it's black the, sands. Black sand, yeah, that's oh, not lava rock. Not okay, bad. but I apologize. Did, I'm, I live in Dallas. Where where do you see the next evolution, evolution. of the game? I I would love to give it the answer. I have no idea. No, I think the only way you change it, if with as far as what everybody's complaining about, I think you improve it by maybe cutting the fairway off at a number, if you will, and making it narrower. And that allows your wedge to beat my wedge, not your sand wedge to beat my six iron, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean so I don't know, but course, that's just you, me applying you, some logic. So would you think golf course? set up then would what we'll be talking about thousand percent yeah thousand percent okay i think they're gonna i mean they, they have the to do something clock. shot clock <laughs> shot clock. but it's just <laughs> but it's a thing though like they're not shooting 59 every week no right yeah. people aren't shooting 56 like it's not happening right like it's, it's and i understand it's, there's it's, a difference but what i need but i what's really important is people need to understand how hard it is and then when you get hot how you can ride that streak but it's even on the pga tour it's a very very fine line from 64 to 79 yeah even tony, at that tony Finau this last week's a great example wins the tournament last year shoots even par over two rounds and misses the cut yeah, yeah. it's golf is hard <laughs> even when you're Shoot really good up. at it and here's the thing about all those naysayers like all oh, the course is set up too easy like they're all playing the same fucking course, man. They literally are all playing the same place. Like, yeah, you're going to get variables. It in depends weather. on your teeth. Yeah, you're going to get variables in the weather, of course, but that's the luck of the draw. I mean, what can you do about that? You can't, you, I mean, what are you going to throw some crop dusters up there? Or nah, like weather you cut balloons? it to a 54 hole tournament and you have everybody start a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Come down, live. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. It's I know like, that's where you're going. That's why I said it. Everyone is presented with the same opportunity. So it's like, it's not. Agreed. It's Agreed. It's not the golf. I mean, the course is going to be the course. The score is going to be the score. Like, yeah, do. And is it, is it, we don't like seeing scores that low or do we want to see it harder? And, right. and does that fit into the um, situation of like the U.S. Open where we want to see it harder? or the PGA championship where we want to see it harder, does that take away from the majors in that situation? Like yeah. the, everyone's playing the same shit, man. Like, correct. It no, is what it you, is. You've said like legit, you've said nothing wrong. Cause I lived it. Like the first time I went to Q school, I shouldn't have went. Cause I wasn't good. enough. Like I'd shot 9 million every day. The second time I went in Canada, I think I shot like 84 or five with rental clubs. Cause they didn't send my golf clubs, oh, but shit. I was very, Canada. no, like, yeah, true story. I was really, really proud of like the 72 or four or whatever I shot like the next three days. Like I was super proud of that. Like, well, why didn't you do it under par? Because you play golf with us, you're under par. I'm like, dude, like you don't get it. You yeah. don't understand how hard the golf courses is. You don't understand how everything's set up. It, speaking like, of how... I beat you by a million and I suck. Yeah, so and that's the I adaptation of the golfer. 
Yeah. If I shot 73 when I'm in tournament mode and I beat you by 10, you're going to shoot 200 on that golf course. Yeah. And another thing is these guys are changing elevation. These guys are changing weather. Correct. They're trained every week, every, every week. day, every week. They're in a different spot. Different and greens. Different that's the, grass the greens, yeah. that's the ninja yep. shit of a golfer. Like you are adapting to your situations like that, like on the spot. And it makes Thousand the, percent. and it makes the run that tiger put on that yeah, much, that more much impressive. that much more impressive. And, and people and, are like, what is tiger? And I'm like, dude, stop. You're not like, don't, he doesn't count. No. Yeah. He's, can't even, he's supernatural can't even and, and, and and it also depends on the caddy that you're that you got like how much work do they do on the front end to make sure that hey, you are set up Joe. you know you're you're Joe. you're out of retirement now Joe. right joe i have a question uh-oh was tiger woods a soul golfer no <laughs> tiger woods is not a soul golfer he's not a soul golfer at all <laughs> you know i was gonna ask. Not even close. that's why he didn't want me to ask it <laughs> Hey, speaking of tough conditions, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Yana Wilson, uh, Henderson's own Yana Wilson, number one junior golfer in the world, who won the girl, the women's nice. junior, junior uh, she won the women's junior amateur, so she got a spot in the women's U.S. Open, which is taking place this at weekend Beach. at Pebble Beach. Did you nice see the work. video? Did you see the video her dad posted? Mm-mm. She's no. hitting, she's hitting a uh, an iron out of the rough and completely whiffed. Just went right underneath the ball. I did not see that, no. And I was like, wow. And he's like, yeah. Um, he goes, conditions are tough. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it. Please understand, I'm not comparing myself to her, but I played with Matt at Paiute in the last tournament, and I think I topped a three with all the rough, like <laughs> 12 yards. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be fun. Oh, I wish her success. Uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing accomplishment for her. Um, so... Uh, everybody tune in uh, this weekend and watch some of that. I, I'm and not going to watch her watch Jenny Shin, Vegas I'm, local. She's there. I'm not a fan of Pebble Beach as a major venue. I I think it's a great what? golf course. I just don't think it's it. it I don't know. It, let me I'll rephrase that U.S. Open. I don't like the U.S. Open being held there. It's super small greens narrow fairways the, the tarot the, the tiny greens I, I, I respect that but it's there's too much Pebble Beach right now. There's just we do got, get it once a year, and then all well, those years it's where we three get... three in the next fifteen they have uh, a U.S. Open there, and I think you ever been there? Year. No, I haven't been there. It's on my list. Have you seen it in person? I just said I've never been there, so relax. Yeah. I'm asking a chill, question. Bro. Don't chill, bro. Chill, dad. Chill, dad. Dad, chill. Relax. Dad. Have you ever been there? No. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Dad, chill, chill. Yeah. Dad's in a mode right now. <laughs> Uh, no, that's gonna send me to my room. I definitely <laughs> want to go, but and I definitely want to play it. Absolutely, I just I. So when you see it in person, because I felt the exact same way, and you see it in person, you're standing there. My opinion, it's a totally different deal. Right. I was very fortunate enough to work the the Pebble Beach Prom every year. It's it's different. All right. All right. If you like Bandon Dunes, you like Pebble Beach. Oh, I know. I'm going to love it. Yeah. I just, I know, I, I just, gonna be a, by the time you play Pebble Beach with me, you're going to be a sold off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, though. It's like, it's like Bandon is like, feels underground. Oh, you said Bandon. No, we're fucked now. Bandon feels underground. <laughs> like, you know, My like bad. dilated peoples. Like, Bandon's like dilated peoples. And then, like, um, Matt doesn't know about dilated people. I know, but. 
What are you talking but, about? But Pebble is like, Wait, you he's know, already playing the music. Pebble's like, I don't know. I mean, what's a good, like DOS effects? I guess I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Stop, stop. Let Matt do what he's doing. Stop. It. I like uh, where this is going, Joe. This uh, is why you guys don't let me on the show. <laughs> uh, so hey, let's let's go a little writer cut preview because that's coming up here real soon. Um, so Ricky's uh, uh, play this weekend. <laughs> Has got him to the 12 spot. Guess who he bumped out? Uh, oh, come on. It's Relic. No. Close. JT. Zach Johnson. Uh, Justin Thomas. He's the coach. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> he's in a serious uh, answer. So, I got the putter. I'll show you the I putter. know we saw it last week, Eric. AJ. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is holding on to the one spot. Wyndham Clark, second. Brooks Kepka third. Uh, Xander Shoffley is fourth. Patrick Cantley's fifth. Max Homa, sixth. Those are the locks. Uh, the next six will be captain's picks, but they have the rankings. And Can I comment on that? Of course. This is going to get me absolutely annihilated. Oh, okay. For what I'm about let, to say. Let me mark the time so I can make a reel about this. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, 105.11. They're going to get absolutely obliterated. The USA team? Yeah. Wow. Wait. As a... <laughs> as erratic as you are mentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started with this one. As erratic as you are mentally. Well, actually, that kind of fitting for that yeah. comment. Wow. <laughs> I want to hear the. You, I want to hear why. Yes, yeah. I know no it's corset up, right? That's, that's the no, first no. time I've heard that. I've never said anything about corset up, Matt. Please say who is number one again. Scheffler. Scheffler. Yeah, so he's gonna start hitting poles. Then Wyndham Clark's the second one. Yep. Yeah, no experience. The next one. Kepka. Yeah, he doesn't count because he doesn't care. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Shoffley? Meh. Next. Cantley? Nope. Next. Max Homa? Yeah. Too much weed. Next. Keegan Bradley? And everybody else is captain picked, right? Yeah. So this is the next 12. Uh, Keegan Bradley? Nope. Too, like, fiery. Like, he's going to threaten to punch somebody in the face and something bad is going to happen. Jordan Spieth? (laughs) Hit or miss. Morikawa? Nope. Doesn't care. Have no idea how. You worried Cameron, about his pants? No idea how Cameron Young is still in this. Yeah, nothing. Sam Burns. Nope. Ricky Fowler. There you go. There's Ricky. Ricky's your Sergio, if that's fair. <laughs> right, Sergio like shows up like Ryder Cup. That's Ian Poulter. Like he wrecks yeah. everybody. I see that. I think they're gonna. Have I mean, to, did I say something wrong? Like that's be like the fair. backbone. Like yeah. yeah. Your twelfth pick is the backbone. I mean, Jeremy's giving me a face right now, but I think like nah. I didn't like lie about anything. I I, okay. I feel the same. It hurt to hear Spieth, but uh, I think they're going to have to invite DJ. I really think so. I think DJ too can much be pride. A... They won't do it. Mm. I mean, pride. if Kepka if Kepka's going to be on the team, may we'll see. Who knows if they're even going to how that's going to go? But if Kepka's on Correct. the team, I think they need to bring DJ onto the team. I think that's fair to say. All right, so here's the, the Euro team. I think team. with that layout, there's, like, no fire there. Except for Ricky. Yeah, except for Ricky. Uh, John, right. John Rahm. Uh, Kills it. Rory. 
kills it. Uh, Yannick Paul. Never heard of him. <laughs> Don't know that guy. <laughs> Adrian Maron- Maronk. He's a Got stick. Got nothing. Uh, Victor Perez. Well, he's on TV. He should be a stick. Yeah. Victor Perez kills it. That's the French guy. Yep. Uh, Adrian Otegua. Otegua? Yep. Otegu? Yep. Uh, Fleetwood. Yep. Uh, that's okay. So that's uh, uh, Adrian Otego is the six. So then you got Fleetwood, okay. Lowry, yep. Uh, yep. Jorge Campillo, Yost yep. uh, Luton, uh, yep. Pablo Larazalaba, and Thorbjorn Olsen. Yeah. Not that's... a lot of live Euro action going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the Euro team screams, beat you in the dirt. This as would a be, team, this would be the biggest upset, I think. If in, uh, America wins or Europe wins, if Europe wins, as oh. far as like what everybody is saying, and they're in Rome, correct? They're in Italy. Yeah, they're yes. in Italy. Yeah, get ready for it. I could see, I could see the the Euro Marco team coming Simone together Dolphin way harder club. than the U.S. team. Well, they always do. They always do. Yeah. They, they they check their egos at the door, and the USA team brings them to the tee. Yeah, but whistling straights, it seemed like they really vibed. More, and what caused more separation this year between the Americans was Liv and the PGA Tour. So as much as the Americans were already not connected, it just got worse. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think whistling straights, they really like came together as like a team, like real VGK vibes. But uh, I don't Did know. you say VGK vibes? Yeah. He did. My man. Yeah, of course. They just came together as a team, like, did what they needed to get done. Like, they were vibing. I so I have a question for you, JK, Mr. Philadelphia. I have a question for you. Yeah. There's the question. Easy there, Golden Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it made me go change hats. <laughs> if you put your top VGK guys together, including me getting to practice and carrying, how do we do against the Ryder team? I can't even say with a straight face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, what? I'm putting my VGK players against the Ryder Cup team, the Euro mm-hmm. Ryder Cup team. Back from Euro right Ryder field. <laughs> but, like, but we get to practice. I can't even say with a straight face. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. So I hear, I see, I hear Mike Amadio is a stick. That's what I hear. They're all, they're all sticks because they can. Play hockey and they're not a hockey sticks. golf club. Uh, I think I think Amadio and White Cloud are probably the most dedicated to the game of golf. Dude, stick Jeremy, wise. How about how about Peeler double dip and sponsorship for this? Sixes. <laughs> we can try. Yeah, Dude, hit him up. Peeler double dicks. Dub, double dick. Whoa. 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 <laughs> wow. Whoa. I gotta go, guys. Hit the hey, mute button there. You. Sorry. Remember, my, my grandma is listening to this. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Fabs. Didn't, didn't mean that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, looks like we lost Joe. Uh, oh, there he's back. Okay. No, Peeler. And we're du- back. Peeler we double dips. Peeler double dips the Zen sixes. That's not that big. Serious? That's not a. That's, oh. That's, that's, oh. that's fine. So, well. Well, I know why he hits it 330 12, yards so. now. I got two. Zooming. Two. So, before the last VGK event, 
Wait, wait. I go to the gas station. VGN. VGN. Or was this before a hockey game? I can't wait to see you so I can punch you in the throat. <laughs> you guys are so judgy right now. Um, sorry. Uh, this guy's got hell, how many death row seltzers are you in right now? No, I'm drinking vodka. So um, <laughs> I go, my Zim's out. I go to the gas station. I'm going to, I'm waiting on Matt. I'm not waiting on him, but he's picking me up. We're like, we don't have Zen, we have on coffee. And she was like, You want two or six? I'm like, I'm a gangster, you give me six. Death bro. You know when you're cold and your teeth chatter? <laughs> Is that what My I boy like Rob you? said he could hear me vibrating. <laughs> Dude, people people should not people should not use that stuff. It just shouldn't be you stop. Just stop. Well, I'm okay at two and four. That six is like I'm not, no, no. That's surprising. So I had yeah. it. That's surprising. And I went and bought more, and they were like, "What do you want?" And I was like, two. You got a third? <laughs> yeah. Is there a one? Is there the a one? Do you have? I'll a take one? one of those thirds. <laughs> no, it, it starts at two. You start <laughs> buying them, cutting them half, and sewing them closed. <laughs> oh, smokes! I've I, never. I sew my own zen patches. Looking up seamstress on e on Craigslist. <laughs> I've never hummed it before inappropriately. Uh, you need a seamstress. Uh, oh, wow. Looking on Craigslist. Oh, you see what happens when you're not these... involved, how this thing just goes sideways? Right. Uh, okay. Mini so, dollhouse Matt, models, have you sorry. seen the putter? Do I need to get the putter for you? I yeah. saw it. You showed it. You sent me pictures. Oh. I think I think you sent it to right I think you sent it to Trey, then you sent it to Julian, then you sent it to me, wow. and we were all playing at the wow. same time. And I was like, "Wow, I see where I am in the in the uh, <laughs> the totem pole hierarchy." Yeah, right. Are you using I mean, it? Is it in the bag now? Yeah, I was taught by the same guy. Why would I not use it? I just didn't know if it was like hanging on the wall or if it was actually in the bag. No, it was in the no, it's case. in the mm. no. It's being used. I, that's what it is. So, but I have to play golf to use it, though. So yeah, that's, once a year. So the last. So let me get this correct. The VGN <laughs> golf tournament is literally the last round of golf I played. Wow. That's what everyone says that works in the golf industry, though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, no desire to play golf. golf. Like I legit could care less. If you guys are playing golf and you invite me, I would love to play golf. The f me setting up golf, like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like I'm not playing. Are you playing when you're coming? No, soon? he's not bringing. No, nope. no, should... because I don't land till like eight thirty Saturday. But the next one you will. So right? literally, my whole day is only Sunday, and then I have to be at the airport at like three thirty Monday. So no. Mm. Mm. So we're going to Barcode. Shout out Barcode. That could be a good sponsor. That would shout be out a Cody at Barcode. Barcode Cody. I will send him the message and I will send him this link. <laughs> hey, bro. The Chasing Daylight we Podcast brought to you by Barcode Burgers. So we're Chasing doing we're Daylight doing, Podcast. We're doing lunch do it, Monday and then you're going straight to the airport. So that means yeah. lunch I'm just, is at 10. I'm, all I'm bringing is a carry-on. I'm just bringing a carry-on. What, what nice. day is that again? What's the date? 8, 9, 10. This Monday. This coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 8, 9, 10. 8, I mean, 9, 10. Super simple. Even for me. Well, it's seven, eight, nine, ten. This is July. <laughs> Good lord! Can't wait to see. It. <laughs> all right, back uh, to golf. All right, back to golf. Uh, did Sorry. you did what? Did you guys pay attention at all to uh, Tommy Cool or Cool or however you say his name? 
the Monday qualifier that was ripping it 330 all over the golf course. Finished, uh, had a putt to finish top four and get uh, temporary status on the PGA, but his top 10 finish got him into this weekend event. I didn't watch much due to the tape delay. Yeah, that was oh. weird. It was trash. Yeah, it was really stupid, but uh, I was driving as most of it was happening. Um, uh, well, we saw, we know Ricky won at, at National, and then uh, I got home and just in time to, you know, watch the last nine holes. So it was kind of fun to watch because I didn't see any of it while we were playing. Speaking of real quick, I, I loved Ricky's reaction to this win. Oh, I love how he just looked up at the that sky. That pose was amazing. That was great. That and, was and, an epic pose. And just so we're, we're all clear, like, totally called this last week. Just want to say that. You did. I, was, I, I knew you were going to go I was there. there in spirit. I heard it. I knew um, you were going to go there, I will there, send Joe. you. Do you guys know Wayne Birch, the caddy on tour? No. That guy who's 50% owner of Trap Golf? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wayne, Wayne Odrano. Wayne Odrano. Wayne Odrano. So if you guys haven't seen it, get on his. Hey, here you go. Shout out Wayne Odrano. Um, get on his Instagram and he's on the green showing the video when he made the putt for to get in the playoff mm -hmm. and then the putt when he won. So it's kind of like at Ricky's back on Ricky's left shoulder. He's kind of at his like 10 o'clock of the video of, of him making that putt. And then he has a picture of him hugging Ricky after the win. So like, I think it's pretty cool to see. Nice. Just, Who's Wayne? For, who's Wayne caddying for now? Does he jump bags? Or he no? bounces all over, dude. He's yeah. killing it with the apparel. So yeah, he yeah. kind of picks bags when he. I don't know if he can, but I would assume, knowing him, like he's very able to kind of pick his bag to an extent. Um, but so the, was he? With, they, was they, he with the Hadwin? Are very good. Was he with Hadwin this past week? I don't know. I didn't even ask him. Hmm. I didn't even ask him. He's a player, man. Yeah. Hey, so I, I know Joe likes to say that he's been on the Ricky Fowler bandwagon, but I, I was picking him to win back in early January. So that's that predates your last weekend pick. So, yeah. well, you know, I, I had already used him in the one and done, so I couldn't pick him this week. So I had picked him previous. Did yeah. you pick him this weekend? In no, the one and done. No. Did you already use? I it? think it's great how used not it. competitive yeah. you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, the I took a tumble with this week because uh, Joe had Ricky Fowler and he won. Uh, Jeremy had Hadwin; he got second place. Um, I had Tony Finau; he didn't make the cut. Uh, so I picked my friend Joseph Bramlett. I don't even know if he showed up. He didn't make the cut either. Mm. Uh, so Joe has leapfrogged me and he is now in second place. Um, I am now a thousand points behind Jeremy and Joe is 920 points. So yeah, there's that. And then in the one and done, uh, we still need to find out how we're determining who, what we're going on. I've been doing it as, uh, their two totals against our two best totals. And, uh, right now that has them at $18 million earned. And we're at 15.8, so we're uh, almost two and a half million behind when a few short weeks ago we were just a couple hundred thousand. So it did not help that they had Ricky Fowler and we all picked people that didn't make the cut. Correct. Yay. Yeah. So. Yay me. That is that. And then uh, I do want to get into a couple things about uh, the VGN event. Um, I know uh, the 
greens weren't exactly the best. Um, uh, Favs has told us that talking with them, they what? Oh, he's gonna be back in a minute. Okay, nothing. Continue. Okay. <laughs> um, the 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 water issues have been resolved as far as uh, the amount of salt that was in the water and was destroying the greens. Um, the greens were really good. The parts that had grass. And that's the sad part because there are way too many spots that don't have grass. Um, it, I had somebody, uh, or I think it was Rob Chapman, sent me a video of uh, a course in Australia that's south of Perth where they... Yeah, it's all dirt. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's all dirt greens where yeah. you, you flatten out, you roll your line to the, to the hole. Yeah. Okay, PXG fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh, they're not the worst greens in the world but they were pretty bad um but i do want to thank everybody that made it out there i know we had quite a few actually the most we've ever had as far as players withdraw from an event the day before um but uh i do want to thank all those guys that did come out and tee it up uh it's a you know little drive out of town and it was 108 degrees with no wind so Look at this. And I think, it, I think it was the tightest like dispersion of scores. That oh, yeah. Jeremy can't tournament. keep it together. There, there was nobody that like <laughs> ran away with it at all. Everybody, each, I think Mike Tice was the only one that had uh, a healthy lead and it wasn't even a lot because yeah. um, he was going up against some guys with some really high indexes. So, um, oh, there it is. Ooh, what shaft is in that? I don't know. I don't Black even know. Not a big fan of your car, bro. I mean, care, bro. It's just the shaft. He's probably painted. Oh wow! Whoa, that's plastic. Smack that shit. Oh, so yeah, that it was a fun event. Again, like I said, thank everybody for coming out. The next one on the schedule is a two-day out at Legacy which I don't know if everybody knows legacy is under new management. As far as the golf course goes, uh, the same group, uh, Western group that runs Revere is now in charge of legacy. Uh, I've been talking with them nice. and there is some, some good things coming for legacy. So that is one of my favorite courses in town that gets really shit on and not saying it's undeserving. They have not been doing well, uh, financially, uh, water, a lot of struggles with that golf course, but hopefully Western can come in there and turn some things around because it's a damn good layout. It's a fun golf course. And I think with great conditions, good conditions, um, it can be a lot of fun. Don't know if we'll have that in three weeks, but I drove hopefully. by earlier and it looked decent. I saw eight to 17 from the, from green Valley park. Yeah, it yeah. Decent. It looked pretty good. Well, so uh, that'll be a fun event, uh, a two-day or summer sizzle. It's, uh, it's our first two-day event that we've ever hosted uh, in the VGN. Um, more points for this one, and uh, we're going to figure out some ways to keep the guys interested in the side games so they participate. Yes? I have a question. Okay. What are you guys laughing at? Um, what <laughs> Is there anything in September that you're doing, sir, that Coyote maybe Springs. somebody should be aware of? Coyote Springs Major, September 16th. Okay. Asking for a friend. Okay. Let that friend know. It's going to be a good one. 
You get one of the uh, fancy trophies. Is that something you have to qualify for? Nope. Is that something you nope. can pay to be in? Or? Pay to be in. Majors are open to everybody. That's a member, of course. Ding, 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 ding. All right. I was asking. Uh, that's everything I got on my list, except for the odds for uh, the John Deere. It's yeah. the tractor tournament. It is. Zach Johnson. Best team markers in the, uh, in the business. Yeah. Zach Johnson. This was uh, JT Poston last year, right? Yes, it was. Luke, okay. Zach Johnson, Luke List. Uh, plan. <laughs> right? Oh, that's a good one. He I'll wins run, there all the time. I'll run through them real good. quick. All Favorites. right, run them down. Denny McCarthy and Russell Henley are at 14 to 1. Cam Young, 16 to 1. Adam Hadwin, uh, Ludwig Eberg, 22 to 1. Adam Shank, Eric Cole, 25 to 1. Taylor Moore, 28 to 1, along with Keith Mitchell. Chris Kirk, Emiliano Grillo, 30 to 1. Alex Smalley, Seamus, uh, Steven Yeager, Nick Taylor, 35 to 1. Taylor Montgomery, uh, Byung Hun Un, uh, Patrick Rogers, 40 to 1. JT Poston, 45 to 1. Uh, Bo Hostler and Bazaden Hoot, uh, Sepp Straka, 50 to 1. Ches Reevy, 60 to 1. Sam Ryder, 90 to 1. Akshay, 100 to 1. Uh, Zach Johnson is 125 to 1. Uh, Ryan Moore, 175 to 1. Shout out True Links, where Scott Piercy, 225 Relax. to 1. Relax. <laughs> Soul Golf, bro. You <laughs> don't know anything about it. Uh, I don't. <laughs> all the way at the bottom. Andrew Landry, Ryan Armour, Harrison N Endicott, uh, Cameron Percy, and Satoshi Kadaira. Kadaira. All right, uh, big winner, Joe. Yeah, man, I'm. I'm I, I got and, the, I and got the I, podium. I do want to say the sound effects for the cash register last week highly, <laughs> highly disappointing. <laughs> we didn't have the board, bro. That was all we have is the... jing jing. You had the yeah. board. <laughs> didn't know how to use it. All right, it. Maddie. Maddie, I'm the guest. What's your pick? No, 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 I'm no. Well, I get Joe, first because I Joe won, gets first Eric. pick because he AJ, won. AJ, AJ, chill. I'm the winner from oh, last I week. I cannot I, wait to see you. I got the fucking podium, bro. Chill. I can't wait to see you. Chill, brother. Uh, I'm a pretty good putter. I'm a damn good putter. Uh, I think I'm going to try and go for some Bobo points. And uh, I think I'm going to go Emiliano Grillo at 30 to 1. Really? The Argentine? It's like the third time he's picked him this year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he's a reliable pick, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Uh, second place. Uh, I don't. I'm not actual? a chalk. I'm not a chalk person. Okay. I like to try and go deep. We're lucky. Ricky was over ten to one last week. Yeah, so many things one. I want to say to you right now. <laughs> Let's let Jeremy say what he's going to say because what I'm going to say is going to be super inappropriate. <laughs> uh, Keith Mitchell. <laughs> Keith Mitchell is twenty Dude, to one. K Mitch hits at nine thousand yards. What was his odds, Joe? On course, uh, twenty-eight to one. 28-1. Jeremy, you ever seen Keith, Mitch hit, Keith Mitchell hit a golf ball in person? No. Dude. Actually, I think I did at Shriners. I think I did. Like, you talk about a golf ball going away quickly, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like his swing. Okay, when I... Or is it, do you like his swing, or is it Dave Love the, Davis Love the third uh, visors? Yeah. <laughs> You're I a like, titleist, guys. I like the what slacks. Is this? The Sansa belt slack. The crease. <laughs> the starch. The pleats. Gotta yeah. have the pleats. Pleat guy and then pleats. Love the pleats. <laughs> Big pleats guy. 
Okay, uh, I'm I'm taking. Uh, I watched this kid play this last weekend, and he's super freaking crazy talented. Uh, Joe mentioned him in the odds rundown, which I was surprised because I didn't think he would want to. Uh, Ludwig Aberg. Ah, uh, the new college guy. sensation. The guy college. Yep, college five sensation. Cups in a row. Five Twenty-two five. to one. You should see his his record from last year in college. It's oh, like gangster. win, 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 two, three, win, two, one, win. Just ridiculous. So that's the epitome of somebody who just plays golf. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, guest, because you really came through with the yeah. uh, pick last week. I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I can't wait to see you more. <laughs> <laughs> Karate chop throat. <laughs> Oh, you dick. Uh, Eric Cole. Oh, wrong button. No. Yeah. <laughs> really? 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 I like, I, I like it. That's bubble points, too. That's 25 to 1. That's bubble points. Uh, that's wicked mean, Maddie. Uh, that's what I do. Can't wait to see him even more, huh? <laughs> Those sh- yeah, shoes he wears. I'm going to hug you so tight. He's wearing, like, the, he's wearing the old man foot joy shoes. Like the running shoes. No, it drives me nuts. He wears the shoes of like a seven-year-old. Super weird. Never seen a pro wear those. I was really surprised. How do you wear wear seven-year-old men's shoes and joggers? Yeah. (laughs) I was really surprised when Harry left. Sounds like Chris uh, Torres. G4. Shout out Chris Torres. It's his birthday today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Chris Torres. Happy birthday, Chris. Uh, Yeah, Harry I have a question since I have all you dum-dums here at the same time. (laughs) Am I going to see you guys Sunday or Monday, or what's the schedule? I thought oh, we, I thought we handled this, Eric, AJ. I'm, relax Monday, on the tone. I'm just Monday. asking you a question. All I'm doing is asking you a question. Are Monday, we going to, I'm, to be so aggressive. I'll yeah. go Sunday and Monday. How about that? You just put up a cot there. And just be like, I'm hey, here between Sunday at 8 a.m. Can I just turn, can I turn myself off now, or how does this work? Hey, <laughs> since everybody wants to go Monday... You and I can go Sunday and talk to Cody about, uh, you know, some business. Oh, well, I will mm-hmm. send him. A, I will send him a message. Yeah, yeah. And then we can go. Yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah. Joe knows about that. Yeah, trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out my face. <laughs> hey, my bad. so uh, you said, uh, ask Jeremy if you ever seen uh, Keith Mitchell hit a ball and it like leaves, boom, boom. Um, so what is? in your opinion, the most impressive swing that you have seen as far as swing and the ball leaving? Because mine will surprise so the hell me, out of you. To me, it's different. Like the best, in my opinion, the best golf swing I've ever seen in person was Grant Wade. Ooh. Interesting. Hands down. Now, as far as the golf ball going away quickly, I mean, Joseph is, Joseph is impressive, but Dude, Keith Mitchell hits that golf ball and it looks like it's gonna touch the sky and it just it doesn't come down until it's like three thirty over there. Over there. So it's like Jeremy, a Kanye song. You got one? I've seen Jack Nicholas hit a ball. On two. We're not ages. talking about eighty six, homie. But that was that was weird. That was that was like not the same Jack Nicholas because he was older. Correct. Um, so it went two hundred. I mean probably went like two eighty. Arnold Palmer off the deck at Bay Hill. Was he Jack hit at 280? Was he was he a mesquite? He was in Park City. <laughs> yeah, Same that makes difference. sense. And then his caddy Same told difference. me that my oh, my uh, four thousand 
tag on my fanny pack was flapping, so I had to like put it in the pocket because it was making noise. <laughs> Jeremy, focus. Don't get distracted by me. What's the best you've seen? Don't get distracted by me. What's the best you've seen? He um, just said his fanny pack tag was flapping in the wind and disturbing Jack. That's hilarious. Maybe, I mean, Tony, I've seen Tony hit it on multiple occasions. He can smash the yes. ball. Probably That's Tony. Fair. Joe? Yeah, I was going to say pro, probably uh, Mr. Salt Lake Tony himself. Uh, Non-pro, Daniel Hodges. The fuck Dude, he hits the ball well. Dude, rips it. This Dan, you, you, just have Pierce. you played with Dan? Just Pierce. Eric? Don't even know who he is. Oh. This, guy, this guy can play in the 37-mile-an-hour winds into your face and just pierce it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so fun to watch. I love watching Dan hit the ball, but pro so, Tony, I would say Tony. Tony is because it's just like short stack, like welcome to IHOP, like you know, grab your knife, and cut and cut. And mine, it. M- mine will surprise you. Uh, I mean, I, I've I, seen. I, can I guess it? Oh yeah, go ahead. Number fifteen, Las Vegas National, Freddie Couples, cut in the corner. I was going to say Harry, Harry Hall, but that's a nope. good one, too. Nope. Joe gives me shit because I tell this story every time at National. Every time we go to this hall, he's like, I remember last when two, I was 14 last, years old as last a bad two boy. Time. No, I was, <laughs> shut up. Good Lord. <sighs> one day I'll tell you that I story, I saw Freddie Couples cut the corner, man. I saw it was, with person. It was impressive. It was impressive. No, Link's Black Cat. Barefoot both ways. Uh, I mean, I could say Tiger Woods because I don't, but I don't think it's fair. Yeah, that's him. That's why I take him out of it. Uh, no, mine is uh, Tommy Ganey, Tommy Two Gloves Ganey. That guy absolutely crushes the golf ball. I, I know yeah, he's back and forth between Corn Ferry and playing in some PGA events, but back Doesn't in matter. the back in the day after he left Big Break and 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 got on some events and he played in the Shriners one year and and I. It just is a completely different sound when he hits the ball. It's yes. unreal. Unreal. Do you know why it's a different sound? Because it's painted chaff. <laughs> <laughs> it's got speed foam in the head. Nah, because I built all of his golf clubs. Oh, okay. Well, like them Damn, bro. And you can't see it, but this is much lower. You need to change that AJ <laughs> to EP, bro. Epoxy. Uh, no, it's called oh uh Lord, That was terrible. It was awful. That that was that was bad. <laughs> we just lost four subscribers on YouTube. Thanks. Tim. Did you ever like prank a, a tour player and just fill their entire driver with hot milk? Huh? Just fill the entire empty head of their driver with hot milk instead of the so precise... for a tour player, no. But we, I've done it for like training aid. Mm. Now I did. Wow. So my boss knows I did this. So the, my boss at the time, I would get irritated because he'd wait to the last minute and be like, I need you to build this stuff. I like, do. That's cool. But like, I have to deal with like people who are on TV. I have to play golf tomorrow. Do it. I'm like, cool. So I bent his pitching wedge and nine iron the same loft. <laughs> I bent his eight iron and seven iron the same oh, loft. That's his seven iron through the set, and all of his hybrids. I put all the rat glue in the heel, and then the next one goes in the toe. Next one goes in the heel. The <laughs> next one goes in the toe. 
and he couldn't figure out was flying greens and couldn't hit anything straight. And he <laughs> didn't think on the golf course that day he lost like a grand. Oh. <laughs> Did he find out? Yeah, I told him. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. happened. I do. I'm happy to get fired, but <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I've done it. <laughs> okay. I think we've gone on long enough. Sorry, Matt, to bore oh, you. Oh no, he's not boring me. <laughs> See, these guys, this, this is the, the fun part. These guys get to go good night, and then I have to sit here and, and you do edit all this it other tomorrow shit. morning. You're fine. I know. I know. <laughs> the holiday. You're making me work on a holiday. That's not nice. I got to go to work tomorrow. I got to work so on a holiday. It's, uh, I don't have a job, 12, though. 16 here. <laughs> Congratulations. And I'm happy to be talking with you, handsome faces. Well, I'm sure the vodka had a lot to do with it. Not a fan of your tone. <laughs> I'll have some more. <laughs> All right, Joe, take us home. Yo, thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of the Chasing Daylight podcast. Eric, Mr. Mr. AJ Wait. Greenlee joined us this evening. We just found out that his middle name is James. Duh. And that shafts are painted different things if you are into marketing and all that shit. But uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be... <laughs> We'll be back next week. Shout out Jeremy with the black rock hat or black black desert. FN3P, thank you always. Uh VGK all day, of course. Still waiting on my Jack Eichel Funko Pop. Send that shit. I thought fanatic. it was VGN. That too. He's lost. <laughs> A lot of Kirkland vodka for Mr. AJ Greenlee, but uh we're still here for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week. As always, dad's home, so we are one big family. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Later. Later.